Welcome to Newbridge Crescent Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenero teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. When you pray, don't Lord knows that you pray better with songs. It's spiritual. It's not just something that you stumble up. It's spiritual. While you're listening to the song and your mind is connected, connected to the melody, you are praying in line. You're singing, you are praying, but in, in line with that melody. Your spirit man is being blessed. I'm teaching you how to be a Christian, a man of the spirit, and a woman of the spirit. Or somebody stole me now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks unto the Father. Don't be, if you want to walk in the spirit, don't be full of complaining. People who are full of complaints, see. People who are full of complaints, they will so if they will limit and destroy the work of the spirit. You know why? Your words carry power. You know, before I used to think many of these men of God, when I was a fire younger, I used to think he used to form it. Thank you, Jesus. So okay, that, that's part of the preaching squad. When you preach, 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 you must say, Thank you, Jesus. No! Giving thanks unto the Father. Let to say thank you. Somebody say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let it. No matter what happens, thank you, Jesus. Oh, see, that thing, first of all, has. It has impacted your spirit. The Bible says, the Bible says in First Corinthians 12, says, No man called Jesus Lord except by the Spirit. If you reverse that thing, you are saying, No man can call Jesus Lord without participating with the Spirit. So anytime I say thank you, Jesus, as I am speaking out, I'm, I'm doing some refreshing inside. Glory! 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 Say, Papi, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Papi, thank you, Father. Talk true, don't you feel different? It's like doing breathing, breathe out. Oh, thank you, Father. When you, you check your pocket, no money, you bring that, what's the meaning? 15 naira. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Giving thanks unto the Father. Let me tell you, as a child of God, don't let any situation dampen you. Are you following me? Don't let anything become so strong that you want to take over your life. You are just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So, thank you, Jesus. When they came and told us, I told Jesus that Lazarus is dead. What did he do? He said, thank you, Father. Then when he got to the when he got to the tomb, he says, Thank you because I knew you heard me. When did he hear him? That time he was saying, Thank you, Father. The Bible says, when there was he wanted to feed the multitude, and he brought they brought the bread to him. The Bible says he lifted up, lifted it up and gave thanks. Thank you, Father. Then he broke it. That's that's the secret there. You don't have money, take up the one you have. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Tell them I walk in miracles. I walk in miracles. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, somebody say, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Give me thanks unto the Father for all things. The last one, submitting yourselves. Once I'm going to fear the Lord. One thing you also need to understand is as God's work is growing in your life, the devil also wants to puncture that work. And if he cannot come through you, he will come through that people. Are you following this? So there are times where you finish praying, you finish worshipping, yet so somebody will just come and distract you. Just insult you. If you are not wise, you want to respond. Hey, what is this? You, you may have done one, two, three, you missed this one. So you realize that after you now quarrel and shout or the shout, after like 30 minutes later, it's like see if nothing happened to you. It's as if the, all the prayer, all the anointing, everything, all the gloom, everything. It happens to people a lot. They come out of church. Oh, this sense was just powerful. Why am I wanted to hit them? You are a man. <laughs> Your father. <laughs> and they are driving. You are a very stupid man. <laughs> then they are angry. Maybe the person now hits them. What is all this? What is all this? They are now fooling. They have to say, thank you, Jesus. And look at it and say, Excuse me, sir. Why did you? Why did you eat this thing? You see, sometimes you finish enjoying God like this. You go to the house. As I carry the glass cup, the glass of water. Somebody say, "Oh, Corey, you meet this man. Submitting yourselves. So the next thing, just say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Submitting yourselves in the field. When you are doing that, you are protecting the deposits. Are you following this? Don't let anybody see. Let me tell you, this particular man, I need me, I'm working on it. I remember one morning. I prayed all night. Jacakapa, the fire was plenty. Then guess what? The woman looked for my shoe. Where is my shoe? I was it was getting me angry. After the Holy Ghost said, Calm down. Calm down. See, so you will do now the thing I want you, I want you to do. You will now miss me. After I disturb everybody, dress them to I will kill everybody everywhere. <laughs> she was somewhere looking at me. <laughs> the worst way you're looking for something, this is your hand. You are checking everywhere. Where is this thing? Who took this thing? You will not talk because you are ashamed. You are too ashamed. You just hide it somewhere. Submitting yourself. Some of you after me, submitting myself. To one, another, to one another in the fear of the Lord. The reason why I put that is because something yourself does not mean you agree with everything everybody says, but you do it in the fear of the Lord. Not that you come and then come and drink so I can submit myself in the fear of the Lord. Drink and smoke. No, no, no. Praise God. Now, don't forget, I will talk about the drink. Are you following me? But I don't want to touch it now. I will come back to it. Let's go to the third practice. The third one is what I call mind the spirits. Say after me, mind the spirits. 
I just want to make it short. But in the long form, you can call it mind the things of the spirit. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. Romans 8 from verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son the life of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Verse 5. Pay attention now. For did as are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. What does it really mean here? Let me, read, let me just read a little bit. Say, for to be carnally minded is death, or to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Say, Amen. Amen. To mind the things of the spirit means to nurse, to nurse, or to build a genuine desire for the Holy Spirit and the things of God. Are you following me? He said, mind the things of the spirit. Some Christians are so damp. They are so damp to the things of God. They have literally shut down that desire for the things of God. Because you see, when you get born again, your being born again comes with that desire for the things of God. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 from verse 13, for it is God that walketh in you, both to will. So, and to do of his own good pleasure. So when you get into, into the Lord, God begins to walk in you to try you will desire the things of God. He walks on your will. Are you following me? Yes, for it is God that walketh in you, both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 3 says, chapter 2 from verse 2, he said, as newborn babes, Desire the sincere milk of the word of God that you may grow thereby. Verse 3 says, If so be, pay attention. He says, Verse 3 says, If so be that you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So if you taste of the Lord's grace, one of the things that should happen is that you will desire the sincere milk of the word of God, right? But you see, God is not a demon spirit. God is a gentle father. In as much as he put the desire there, you can decide to dampen it or sharpen it. So it tells you how. Mind the things of the spirit. Intentionally pay attention. As it, stare of that interest. Are you following me? Stare of the interest. So people, they, 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 many Christians, when you see their life, except they tell you they are Christians, you'll be wondering. In fact, the people who have told me they are Christians, I'm like, Everything. Serious. Okay. <laughs> because you see their life, nothing, no trace in the in this in the in place where one will have they fitting well. When you bring them to church, they have a way they make themselves fitting. I don't know how do they how what sort of wisdom is this? <laughs> Mind the things of the spirit. You see, this one, this one, and I'll tell you why, I, I will link this one to the drink. 
according to the New Testament theology, one of the signs that a person is saved is this thing. Because if we go back to that Romans chapter, let's go back to Romans chapter 8. Let's go there, you see what I'm talking about. See verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirits. Do you see that? Now, jump back to verse 4. It says, That the righteousness of the Lord might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing where it's repeating? Anytime it talks about us, you say, who walk not after the flesh. As it were, he's not describing it as something we will do. He's describing it as part of our nature. Let's read again so you get the idea. Let's start again from verse 1. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. This scripture means that people who are in Christ Jesus walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. It's not trying to divide people who are in Christ Jesus into two. It's not two classes of people in Christ Jesus. Are you following this? He's saying that people who are in Christ Jesus, they naturally walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. It says, For the love of the spirit of life has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the Lord could not do in that it was weak to the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the Lord may be fulfilled in us, See, especially again, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that after the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be truly minded is life, because the carnal mind is enmity, this verse 7, against God. For it is not under to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9. But they are not in the flesh. That means. All the way he was talking about the flesh, he's not talking about you. His idea is that if you are in Christ Jesus, you walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Are you following me? Who has gotten me to this point? He said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. And now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So according to them, if you are Christ, you have the spirit. And if you have the spirit, you walk after the spirit. Are you following me? Yes, According to this chapter, he is saying that when you see somebody walking perpetually after the flesh, it's not of Christ. But if we study the New Testament, we see that it is possible for someone to be in Christ and dampen. Are you following this? And dampen. Because that's why you have, have other verses. I'll talk about that one much more the other Thursdays. You see the Bible says, quench not the spirit. Somebody can like literally dampen. Mind the things of the spirit. Develop a genuine interest. When your desire for spiritual things begin to win, it's a bad sign. When you no longer have appetite for spiritual things, when you are beginning to love movies, politics, talk, the people. You see some women, they say, and me, I'm not the, 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 the type of all these spiritual things. I'm not, uh, yeah, just uh, my God, I'm not so, they, they say, I'm not so spiritual like you. So they, according to them, they are not so expressive when it comes to spiritual things. But 
Just put them inside a place where there's shoes and bags. <laughs> Are you seeing this shoe? See this thing? Oh, look at this. From nowhere, all the excitement will come out. Where was it before? Everybody has capacity for excitement. It's just based on your interest. When it comes to spiritual things, yeah, just steal me. I know the truth. I do this thing. Just steal like this. Even the morning devotion, God said we bored. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, love. I know you come from. Just it's not me, eh? It's not me. I'm talking about here. No passion. When it comes to this of the spirit, they they don't mind it. But when it comes to the bag, they they notice everything. They notice. Look, this one will match with this one. That one, this. You see. The, the details is the result of the interest. Are you following me? The skill is the result of the interest. The expertise is the interest. God is telling you that you can also have that same expertise in spiritual things. Just be interested. Are you following this? Nobody was, see, nobody was born a man of God. Nobody is interest, interest. And the way the Bible puts it, it doesn't even put it like, okay, these are pastors. It says everybody. It is from that everybody that God did not call those who wants to serve him full time. Or those who is called into the fivefold ministry. But a healthy church, a healthy church is a church where everybody is passionate about the things of God. Passionate about what? Passionate about the word. The things of the spirit, the words of the spirit, passionate about word of knowledge, passionate about miracles, passionate about spiritual needs. There are some people. If you tell them, oh, I had the word of knowledge for that person, I prayed for the person that came here, they are not excited until you talk about money. Waiting, 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 you gave. You see, if you like word of knowledge, you hear person, waiting, you gave. You imagine that kind of canal business. The things of the spirit, you hear somebody cast out the devil, your fellow believer, those top you went for evangelism, you it's not a move you. Once until you see the exorcist, now we are talking. Now we are talking. See, they need skill you need. He says, mind this. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, when when Peter was talking to Jesus, after Peter said that was the Christ, the Son of the Living God, and everything. Few minutes later, Jesus was talking about how he's going to die and save man from sin. Do you know what Peter did? Peter said, Ah, don't die. Don't die. Do you know what Jesus said? He said, Get down behind me, Satan. He said, For thou severest not the things that be of God. That means, that means, when you see somebody that does not have the, a passion for the things of God, it's called satanic. Is it is a character of Satan walking in a person that calls himself a Christian? It's a very serious thing. He says, Thou summarizes not the things that be of God. Some people, all the things that are excited about, worldly things. And they call themselves Christians. When, when, they, even, when they talk, you know. It's not about all these tongues you are speaking. It's not about all these tongues. Leave all these things. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk tangible something. Can we? Great one of God said, if you come to my office and I tell you I'm going to get this thing done by faith, and you told me, 
Pastor, let's leave faith now. I'll tell you, I'll walk out of my office. Until you start understanding that this Christianity thing, it's your life. It's the way you process things. Are you following me? If it's, until you take it like this, until you start minding the things like this, there are many superlative dimensions of the spirit you will never experience. How would you feel if you want to talk to somebody and the person not open up to you? You talk to the person, hey guy, how are you doing now? I'll the person see you. You say, eh, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. After a while, your desire to get close to that person will drop. It's not so. Every time I want to talk to the person, eh, I'm busy now. We cannot talk now. Eh, I'm in. Cut the cup. Mm. Tomorrow. Eh, can I just talk to you now? As a guy, it's also wisdom. If you are talking to the girl, trying to get the girl, talk, talk, talk. Don't break your head. Baba, they go where they go. <laughs> you carry your phone today. Eh, I, I can't talk now. Let's talk later. Eh, oh, see, eh? I'm not giving them something very serious. Tomorrow. Eh. That's how the Holy Ghost to when a person gets money, you come. In the night, you wake up by two. Bam, wake up. He will show you a dream. People dream. They forget their dream because they don't even take time to think about the dream. I see something you know. I The one is in the house. I saw it all. They don't mind because of the spirit. Sometimes, oh, oh God. Let me leave now, one. So the Holy Ghost has been trying to work a relationship out to certain people. But, see, God is not, the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. Are you following me? He does, this is what I'm saying, he does it to every of his child, every person. But some will ignore it. The Holy Ghost will tell you, we'll talk about that one later, walk in the spirit, that's how to obey. Because another part of this thing is obedience. Mind. That takes me to the drink. A desire. Now, somebody says, but um, how can I develop that desire? That desire will develop or it, it will increase or decrease based on what you feed it with. Are you following me? Many people have come to meet me and say, oh, pastor, I'm struggling with this habit. I tell them, check where you began to feed it somehow. Pastor, I'm always thinking about sex. I'm always thinking about sex. Check what you were watching. You so watch it to the point where your body, in, on its own, began to bring signals. Are you following me? If you keep on talking about it, your body will begin to respond. That's the same thing too with spiritual things. As you keep on talking about it, as you keep on feeling it, the desire will begin to grow. Desire begin to grow. A, a young man, okay, he's not in service today. He met me, he said, I don't know, I want to tell you something. I said, what is it? He said, from the first two times I attended uh, New Bridge, my desire to just know all these Bible things, <laughs> my desire to just, it's just increasing. I said, yes. You know what's happening? We are feeding the desire of God in him.
You see, sometimes when I miss Sunday service now, I'll be feeling like, God, why did I miss it today now? Oh, they must have thought something now. I don't even know what they have thought now. Oh. That's why you see, they have to go to the practice number four. So to the spirit. I think we should read that one. Practice number four. So to the spirit. I will end with drink and close for today. Romans chapter, Galatians chapter 6, please. That's practice number four. So, now this practice number four is an offshoot of number three because we talked about mind, mind the spirit. So, how do you get your, yourself to the point where you begin to mind, to, mind the things of the spirit? You sow to the spirit. Are you following me? Are you following me? Is it confusing? No. Galatians 6, from verse 7. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse 8. For he that sweat to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Do you see that? Let me go over it again. Galatians 6, from verse 7 to 8. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that sweat to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Do you know what happens? Many Christians, they get born again. Remember what I was telling to you. The first three years of their work with God, they are vibrant, they are brave. After a while, they stop sowing to the spirit. They get to a point where just this, notice that I'm not even desiring these things. I'm not even... That is a time to stop. Stop. That is a bad sign. When you notice that, ah, ah, you are feeling more ginger to watch single girl in transit <laughs> than you are ginger to pray. When you discover that you are more ginger, super story is not running again. You know it. Money aged. When they, when they just talk about Telemundo or this thing, ah, brag, yeah, hey, you like this anyhow. They should tell you, warning light, warning. The Bible says, he that sows to the flesh shall the flesh reap corruption. Don't be surprised, one day, you will start doing the things you see them do. Say, guys, let me, see, I don't know how it happened. He messaged me. See, I don't know. That's how the devil took over and we committed fornication. I'm like, hmm. The only reason why the devil can take over is because you have been giving him, you, you know, you cannot. MTN, the reason why MTN can send you messages is because there's a SIM card in your phone. Is it not so? The reason why the devil can take over is because you've been building the SIM card inside. The SIM, it got to a point where they can, he cannot take over. So you see many reasons, you just say, oh, that man of God just did something. He's the work of the devil. It's not just him. He's the devil and him. Two of them, they were working together. Are you following this? Don't get to the point. See, when you, 
me personally, many people have asked me, why are you not close to that man of God? Because as I've been close to some, so many people, God forgive me, but I've been, for, I've been close to some people who are ministers, and I'm shocked about what they're talking about. I feel if I'm a minister, I should be talking about things of the ministry with other ministers. Are you following me? I've been talking about the move of the spirit, talking about evangelism. Not when I'm talking with you. You know, that, that, that lady just brought that car. You see, that seed, that shit. You know, I, I, I saw man of God. He said, I, that girl, she said, Frank, get in your church. Like, are you a man of God? Do you, don't you understand? When you're a man of God, you're a man that belongs to God. All that should come out of you is God. I'm close on that. You know, okay, as, when I see that, that's your way. I just mark it X hazard. <laughs> you don't notice the guy is not coming around. Ah, that young pastor is not coming around outside. You don't know what he marked. I mark you like. I should come around you and hear things of the spirits. I should come around you and hear. Last night I was in the vision. The Lord said unto me, said, Tell me more. Those are things that should excite believers. People who are close to me, they know what I'm talking about. So what I was saying, what, what's the Lord saying? Did you get anything from the Lord recently? Any word from the Lord? Everybody around me is all. What? What? What's the Lord? Did you, what did you pick in your spirit? Those are the adventures of the spirit. Paul, Peter says, The spirit made me go, nothing doubting. Hey, the spirits made me go. We've trained Lagos leaders. Sometimes when we are talking, Sunday I saw. I will give you a word of prophecy. He said, I got the confirmation it as thank you. I, I want that one to hear. But you see, all of this will not happen if you don't lose the desire to drink. Tell me, I will drink into the spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. As we begin to round up. Two verses, we'll round up. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 13. It says, For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Do you see that? So we've been baptized, but we are supposed to also drink. Praise the Lord. The next scripture. John chapter 7. John 7. From verse 37. You see, in the last great day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, If any man test, let him come unto me and drink. Oh, Jesus. If any man does what? Test. Let him come unto me and drink. Now, I've heard people say that that test only refers to the unbeliever. But let's read on. The Bible is verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, that they which believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means that the day you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive the river of living water. You receive rivers of living water. But he gives you a key there. How do you drink? See, you can have the river inside of you, but don't know how to drink of it. 
You can have a river. See, you can have water in your house. If you are not thirsty, you will not drink. Bah? You can have a, a drum of water inside of you. Until you are thirsty, you will not drink. If any man tests, oh. Have you nurtured a genuine test for spiritual things? There are some people they are dry. They know they are dry, but they are not willing to do anything about their dryness. You see it in the way they sing. See, when a man is thirsty, there's a way he does. Are you following me? See, I beg him water. I, I want I there's some certain level of desperation to this thing. Are you getting me? Some people, when we see, when they see other people worshiping in church and they are crying, they're like, what's this one now? He wants to show us that you are about this thing. Why are all these crying say? If any man tests. The criteria to drink is if any man tests. Oh, if any man tests. See, it's a bad thing when you are not being tested again. Sometimes some people they have they have used motivational they, their own Bible is not motivation. They've listened to all the motivational leadership, leadership books, motivational books, you need to excel, you know, when you take the process, when you take the you need to refire the desire to acquire to to modify to motivate me. Catch fire. They are so passionate about money, passionate about fame, passionate about buying cars that they no more tests for the spirits. No more tests. And when the money now comes, because you see, let me tell you something about life. If you are faithful in anything, you will increase. I pray. Money will come. Somebody say amen. amen. When the money comes, you swear they spend the money. If they are lost, loss begins to increase. So I've seen people in church. See. This year makes it 15 years of, of being serious with my Christian, Christianity. Before then, I was in church too, so I know place. You will see people there, the guys, no man, he's serving God, he's good. As money increases, women multiply. As money increases, drink. You understand? I thought this brother was. You will be expecting that, okay, when the wealth increases, you will now begin to give more to the church, you will be passionate about the kingdom, you will buy more books and pray. Do you understand? Reach out for souls, go and buy tracts and real do. When the Bible says, when the money increases, the desire, the true thing in his heart. So I've had questions for years. I had questions. There are people I looked up to in the, in the faith. Ah, I, don't know the best. I was following the person. When the person I expanded, I said, no, 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 this is not it. Everything brought me back to the things I'm teaching. No person is bigger than this. These things I'm showing you, nobody is bigger than this thing. If a person goes to the point where he's no longer passionate about things like this, he has, he's, he's off the feet. What makes you strong, you know? Before my ordination, Papa Mata called me. Said my son. Said if there's anything you must take seriously, if there's anything you must take seriously, he said preserve your work with God more than anything else. He told me, he ordained me. He said make sure you take your work with God more serious than anything else. And I understand what he was saying because I was in his house. Every night, every morning, the man is praying. 
See, these are people that love, they love God beyond it. What do you want to give? They love God. Are you following me? The passion for the things of the Spirit. I can't forget a day before, the Friday before, I was, before the ordination, the Lord told me today will be the, today will be the first layer of the impartation. I was like, ah. But Papa told me seven days after of the fast. The Lord told me, prepare, it is today. Ah, okay. So we got to the meeting. Meeting finished. The man was going. One of his sudden, he turned back. said, I hear his sound of the spirit. I said, okay. This man is an ancient. He's, he, at his age, he, at his age and level of grace and level of influence, he's able to pick the sound of the spirit. I said, hey. As the man came in, the, the anointing that hit everybody. And then I was ready on the floor. Glory. Thank you for listening to the song. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.